This is the Reluctant Leader Podcast, the podcast designed to help you if you've landed a leadership role through no fault of your own and now need to find out what you should be doing. I'm your host, Mark Terrell, and have been there and know what it feels like and made all the mistakes. In each episode, I'll be getting to grips with a leadership topic by interviewing an expert in their field. You'll find out why they do what they do and take away some top tips you can use to become a more confident leader. For more content and to keep in touch with how the project is developing, go to www.thereluctantleader.co.uk. If you have any comments about the episode, you'll find me on LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter. So let's crack on with the show. Today, I'm talking to Susan Payton. Susan is a story strategist, coach and founder of The Business of Stories. In a noisy, high-tech world where it is getting harder and harder to stand out from the crowd, Susan uses storytelling to help passionate entrepreneurs and business owners connect and build meaningful relationships with their target market. She recently flew to Nashville, Tennessee to train with Donald Miller, CEO of StoryBrand, a company that has helped more than 3,000 businesses clarify their marketing messages so that their customers listen. She is now one of only two certified story brand guides in the UK. I hope you enjoy this chat we had about your brand story, and I will catch you all on the other side. Susan, welcome to the Reluctant Leader podcast. Thank you. Great to be here. I met you... Well, I didn't actually meet you. I think we connected on LinkedIn, I think. I don't think we've actually met in person, have we? That's that no. thing these days. Um, I saw what you were talking about a long time ago about um, stories and all that stuff. And I to be honest, I didn't really get it straight away. I thought, okay. Um, yeah. But now I, I really get it because it's really important. And, and obviously it's important to what I do with the Reluctant Leader project uh, because it's it's my story but I know it's a lot of my client story as well so so before we get stuck into that stuff I'm sure that most people would want to know why do you do what you do and what was the pivotal moment that took you down that path okay cool so that why I do what I do is um quite simple really and it's just that I see business owners time and time again struggling with their messaging They hate marketing because it's not working for them and they don't know what to do and they don't know what to talk about. Um, And in particular, I love working with people who are out there making a difference. They're making an impact. They're changing people's lives, whether it's people's health or wealth or, you know, helping them grow their business or whatever. They're out there. They can really help people. They can really make a difference. But if they don't get their messaging right, you know, if they don't get their brand story right, then the phone's not going to be ringing, you know, and they're not going to be able to do the work that they're here to do. They're not going to be able to make that huge difference that they can make. They're not going to be out there helping the people that they can help. So I kind of do my thing so that I can empower and help other people, you know, clarify their message so they can go and do their thing. So that's my why. That's why I do what I do. Um, and I had, you know, I like you, you know, my story resonates with my idol client because um, I struggled. You know, I had a coaching business and I didn't, hadn't particularly niched. I, I wasn't really, you know, my message wasn't very clear. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, I talked about a lot of stuff and it was a bit hit and miss. And, you know, what, what gets engagement, what doesn't. 
didn't didn't really have any kind of strategy. And it's only when I started to, when I kind of stopped and, and thought, okay, like, why am I doing this? And, you know, what is my story? What's led me here? And what's my business about? What does it stand for? And I started looking for the stories. What's my ideal client? And what's their story? What's going on in their life? And it's only when I started to really dive in and understand those stories and where they all fit together that I realized that that's you know it's it's so key that's where I was going wrong it, it you know and a lot of businesses start with a logo and a website and then suddenly they've got to knock out a brochure or you know they're, they're doing social media and they haven't actually stopped and done this foundational piece around okay you know who am I and and what do I stand for and who's my customer and what's their story and what's the problem that I'm solving and and all of those things that we need to know around messaging and our marketing to be really effective um, the pivotal moment was actually, um, I've been talking a lot about the importance of story. I've been talking kind of, you know, in, in blog posts and um, various places. I've, you know, it was kind of, I was beginning to talk more and more about, you know, dive into your story and tell people your story. And, you know, story is so important. Um, but still for, with my kind of coaching hat on and still just, it was one of those things that I did with my clients was help them clarify their story and kind of unpack it and, and everything else. And then um, I went to the, I was in a business um, um, accelerator program is what I was looking for um, at the uni. And um, one of the, the kind of guy that was leading it, so we would been talking, I brought up, you know, the story and how important it was and everything. And he said, you know, I totally get it. I totally get how important storytelling is in your marketing. Um, and I'd really love to um, do something at the uni. I'd love to do a workshop at the uni for business owners about how to tell their story. And I said, oh, that sounds really awesome. You know, can, make sure you tell me the date and I'll, I'll come. And he was like, well, I was kind of hoping that you'd be at the front of the room, you know, delivering it. I was like, oh, <laughs> Okay. And then I literally, I remember leaving that evening, getting in my car to drive home and suddenly just having like a tingle all over and a smile from ear to ear and thinking, I think this is my thing. I think I found it. You know, I think this is it. Because kind of all the other stuff I was doing, helping people with strategy and how to set up a business and next steps to take and all of that. Suddenly I thought, if you don't get this bit right, you know, if this isn't where you're, where you start from, then really the rest of it isn't going to help. And and that was it. Literally within a week, uh, the business of stories was born and I'd changed my website, you know, bought the domain, um, created a, a kind of a framework that I knew would work. I mean, that's over the years I've refined that and what have you. But literally within a week, I was up and running as the business of stories. I just, I just thought this is it. Mm. This, is, this is what I need to do. I need to help people tell their story. I could absolutely um, resonate with exactly what you said. I, I set out to do do good and make a difference, um, but I didn't spend enough time thinking about, well, who is it I want to help? I think a lot of people go, especially coaches, go out and say, well, I can help everybody. You know, I don't have to differentiate myself. I'm just, if I do that, then I just uh, stop myself from working with other people. But what we need to do is actually have that 
whether you want to call it a niche, uh, your story, you need to differentiate yourself in some way. And most people will resonate with your your journey, your story, whichever you want to call it, and actually say, you know, yeah, that's me. That's what I did. And, you know, how can I prevent myself doing that? Blah, blah, blah. So it, it is really, really important, but it's not easy, is it? It's not easy, no. Um, and and that is the thing is that you know we're so close. Well, a we're so close to our own story. You know that people say, but I haven't, I haven't got a story. You know, I haven't. My story's not interesting, or or I'm not sure what my story's got to do with my business, or you know who wants to hear it. Um, but it it's it's the place to start because you know quite often when I was working with um, and I was particularly at that time working with um, women who wanted to start their own business and whenever they would get to that point where they'd say oh I don't know who to, who I'm working with or I don't know what my niche is or anything else and I would say okay start with your story tell me your story and in particular tell me about the challenges tell me about the things you've overcome you know the obstacles you faced and what have you and the minute they would start talking about that it would be crystal clear you know what their values are what's important to them who who they're talking to who they love working with how they can help people you know how those challenges how those things that they've overcome are going to really resonate with the people that they really want to work with. So it would all come out of their story. You know, it, it, I kind of cringe when I hear marketing agencies saying to people, you know, like, here's a list of values. Can you tick five that, you know, your five most important values? And I think oh, your values don't come off a piece of paper with a hundred words on, you know, your values come from your story. And then and whenever people start telling me their story, you, you learn so much from it. Um, and it's the start point, you know, don't start banging, banging up websites and, and writing marketing copy if you haven't actually, first of all, gone through your own story and, and worked out what bits of my story are actually going to resonate with my audience. But it isn't easy because you are very close to it and you're very close to your business. You know, you, you, you've probably been doing what you do for years. You've got language that you use that's actually other people are not familiar with. You know, you forget what it's like to not know what you now know. So um, there's a book called The Art of Explanation and he talks about um, the curse of knowledge, you know, where you just get to a point where you know so much about what you do that it's actually quite hard to step into the shoes of somebody who doesn't know what you do and explain it to them in a way that's really clear and concise and compelling. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely get that. And 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 sometimes you can become come across as arrogant in, in some ways that you know something that somebody else doesn't. You don't mean to, but it's just it just happens that way because you think, well, what do you mean you don't, you don't know this stuff? But um yeah, yeah and it, it puts up a barrier, you know. It's, yeah. it's if somebody's telling me what they do and I don't get it, you know, and, and I ask and I say, Oh, I, you know, what does that mean? You know, explain it and they explain it and I still don't get it. Well, I don't want to look stupid anymore. So I'll say, Oh, okay, great. You know, and I'll move on. It, it's just, it's taking too much effort. I'm burning up too many calories. <laughs> I'm wasting too much energy trying to work out what they do. You know, no, none of us want to look stupid. We all want to look like we, you know, we understand, we know what we're doing. So there will come a point where your audience will just switch off and say, look, he, he obviously, he's not talking in a way I understand. You know, I, I don't get it. I'm, go I'm just going to move on and find someone else. But I do understand what they do. Mm. I, I can think back when um, the reluctant leader 
brand came into to being, it was um, it wasn't my intention, but it just came about. And a bit like your story, but when you said about you know brand story was gave you those tingling moments. It was the same, similar. And I thought, well, actually, this is what I really want to talk about. This is this is what happened to me. I want to prevent people from making the same mistakes. And this is what I'm really passionate about because. Uh, you know, and, and it really does, it suddenly hits a note, doesn't it? And you think, yes, yeah. this is what I want to do. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing that happened at around the same time that I forgot to say was that I told my story. So, you know, in this group of women um, in business that I built up about 1500 women, and I hadn't really ever told my story. And, you know, my story was um, very much that, um, you know, I, I'd been, I'd worked in media and I did lots of, I worked with celebrities and I'd worked in events, I had, I bought loads of properties, I was um, managing, you know, I had four or five properties on the go. Um, and I was doing it all on my own. I was actually a single mum at the time. So, um, you know, had lots going on and um, a busy life and, and working in London and everything else. And then literally overnight, my world fell apart and uh, the property market crashed and um, I ended up losing um, all of my properties because I, it just, you know, I had just taken all of the equity out and put it into a big development with a developer who then disappeared off the face of the earth. Um yeah, everything just, um, I, I got very ill. I actually got, got diagnosed with ME and I was really struggled for a few years. Um, and then I, you know, I got my life back on track. I got my health back on track. I moved away. I met my husband. I had another daughter in my 40s um, and everything ch- turned around. I, I did something called the lightning process. Uh, then I became a practitioner. I, I um, studied NLP and hypnotherapy and and um, I was, you know, life coaching. And then eventually I got onto business coaching and eventually I got onto my storytelling. So, but it's when I told my story that I really understood the power of it because people started contacting me saying, you know, my God, I've just, literally in the middle of the night, women were sending me messages saying, I just listened to your story. And, you know, it's so powerful and I've resonated with it so much. And people started to tell me a bit of their story. And that's the other thing with story. You know, you think it's about you. You think you're telling your story. But actually, what you're doing is co-creating because you're what the person who's listening starts to think about their story. Actually, where does, you know, what bits of that story connect with my story? And it, it makes them kind of step into their own story. So that people start coming back to me saying, you know, I was a single mum or I lost everything in the property market crash or, you know, I, I've been ill and been trying to get my life back on track or I've had chronic fatigue. And, you know, and I suddenly realised that you kind of open that space and people, you know, feel connected to you. And literally people were coming back to me saying, God, I've been in your group for a year, but I've never really connected with you. You know, can you tell me a bit more about your coaching? You know, I got clients from it because people just suddenly (laughs) wanted to connect with me because they thought she'll get me. And this is it. This is what it boils down to is people hear your story and they'll think, you know, like people will hear your story and think he's going to get me. He's been there. He's been down that road that I'm on now, but he's further ahead in the journey and he knows how to get me, you know, where I want to get to. Mm. And that's the power of story. Yeah, yeah. So before we get into how maybe we can get back to to working out what our our story is, mm. um, I know recently you've you've taken another step for your business, haven't you? Yeah, uh, and to step down the same route. But obviously, 
just maybe just tell us about what that was. Yeah, well, I came across a couple of years ago, I came across um, a company called Story Brand, a guy called Donald Miller, really clever guy. Um, He was actually originally a writer. He wrote 10 books. um, I think they're all memoirs, actually, but, you know, really good writer. Um, So he he spent his life trying to keep his audience engaged, you know, keep them turning the pages and everything. Um, When he decided he wanted to start his own company, he used kind of what he'd learned from storytelling. He used the same storytelling framework that he'd used to write books to actually write his marketing and, and clarify his own company's message. And the company exploded. And he realized that actually the framework he was using to write his messaging was more valuable than the business he was using that messaging to grow. And he started teaching other business owners, you know, how to um, clarify their messaging and how to kind of use storytelling framework so that people would really engage with it and buy into it. And and that's basically how Story Brown was, was born. So he's created this seven-step framework that, that, you know, he hasn't invented it. It, it. It's been around for thousands of years, you know, the kind of classic storytelling structure where you have a hero and, you know, he's got to go and fight the demons or, you know, he's got he's got challenges to overcome. He's got to go on a journey and he meets someone along the way that's going to help him. He meets his Yoda or his, you know, some guide that's going to help him get there and he overcomes the challenges and he goes on and he wins the day. And it's the classic kind of, you know, story structure that you'll see in every movie you ever go to. But he's very, very cleverly put it into seven steps, seven sound bites that you need to get really, really clear on for your business. And then, you know, tell it in a way that it's clear, it's simple, it's easy to understand. Your customers can repeat it, tell it to other people, you know, and then world word will spread because the problem is that if we're not doing that if our messaging is too complicated or there's too much in it then people get confused they get overwhelmed and they just move on you know which we just people haven't got the time or the or you know the the capacity to spend ages trying to work out what you do so story brand he, he also brought out a book last year on uh, called building a story brand by Donald Miller, and I highly, highly, highly recommend that every single one of your listeners reads it because even if you're not doing marketing, you know, whether you are talking to people, whether you use words, um, you know, in your business, if you have to communicate with other people, if you speak to your customers, if you, you know, have to write any kind of social media, any kind of messaging or marketing, um, or, or give a talk or, you know, have a meeting go the way you want it to go. Read Building a Story Brand by Donald Millett because um, it's awesome. So what I did last month was actually fly out to Nashville and spend five days in a room with Donald Miller um, training to be an official certified story brand guide. So basically, um, you know, StoryBrand teaches you the framework. It teaches you these are the seven seven parts of the framework that you need to get right. But it doesn't help you. They don't have people that will one-to-one help you, take you by the hand and implement it and make sure you're doing it right. 
So what he does now is he trains people from all over the world to be his official story brand guides. Um, and there is a, a separate website now that you can go to to look up and find a an official story brand guide that will actually take you by the hand and help you implement this you know, process to clarify your message into your business. And there's actually only two of us in the UK now. There's another guy that did it. Um, I think he did it last year and I've, I've just done it. So there's only two of us, uh, which is pretty awesome. But yeah, yeah. highly recommend the book. Um, yeah. A great place to start, a really easy read. You're listening to it, aren't you, at the moment? You, you yes, know. I've got it on Audible. I, I, and I have ordered cool. a, book, a copy of the book, to be honest, because yeah. um, I... I'm not a great uh, Audible fan. I like like listening now and again, but to be honest, mm. I seem to read better than listen. Um, mm. You know, we've all got our different... Um, yeah, um, I tend to do both these days. I tend to listen, and then if I love the book, I get the hard copy because I know I'm yeah. going to want to, you know, make little notes or highlight bits or yeah. go back and do the exercises or whatever it is. That's so. right. I think that's what I've done. So I've got halfway through it thinking, actually, it's really interesting. I must um, get the book and read it properly. Uh, yeah. Back to it. So I, th I think it's an ideal time now then to, you've mentioned the seven steps. I think um, everybody, I'm sure, will be dying to know what those seven steps are. So we can, can, can we just run oh, through okay. what those seven steps are? Yeah, we can. I mean, it, number one is always, you know, you've got to know what who your customer is and what they want. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it, it, every film starts with the character or every story starts with the character you know they want something they 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 want to be someone they want to achieve something they want to get somewhere they want to you know some there's some kind of transformation that they want there's some kind of change they want something but that they haven't got and they they don't know how to get it they're ill-equipped you know they're they don't know they haven't got the answers so number one is knowing who they are, and it's so, so important. And you, you talked earlier about, you know, people being a bit reluctant to niche or a bit reluctant to, you know, only talk to a specific target market for fear of losing out on other people. But, you know, time and time and time again, I've worked with people and seen that the more they are clear about who they are speaking to, the more specific they can be about that person and what's going on for them and what they want, you know, where they are now and where they're trying to get to, the more specific they can be about that, the more that person will hear them, you know, that your messaging will speak to them because, you know, you're really being very clear about, you know, who they are and what they want. If you, if you try and talk to everybody, you can't possibly have that clarity. So it's not really going to stick with anybody. So the more specific you can be about who they are and what they want, the better. Um, and then number two is understanding the problem. You know, every every um, story, again, you know, we start with the problem. It's it, it, Jason Bourne, you know, needs to know who he is. He doesn't know who he is and he needs to go and find out. You know, Luke Skywalker's gets back and his parents have been killed and he's got to go off and defeat the Empire. And, you know, there, there's a problem. There's, there's something that they need to solve. Um, if there wasn't a problem, we'd lose interest very, very quickly. You know, if, if it was about what yeah. a great day Luke Skywalker was having and, you know, uh, what he's going to have for dinner tonight or, the, you know, whatever, it, there's no story there. So the story's got to start with the problem. So you've got and that's to a key thing to remember any business. We're all problem solvers one way Absolutely. or another, aren't we? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Your customer has got a problem 
that you can solve, you can help them solve. And where and and you know where your story comes into it is it's normally that you know how to solve that problem because you've been there. You know, most of us are our ideal client or were at some time, you know, you know how to help them solve that problem because you've been there. Mm. Um, or you've helped, you know, tons of other people um get there and you you know you've got a process that people can follow and what have you but number two is that you, you need to understand first of all what is the problem that you're solving you know if you don't know that then your messaging is going to be all over the place so what's the problem that you're solving and how is having that problem making people feel how, how's your customer you know where are they right now what's the problem they've got and you know they're lying in bed two o'clock in the morning staring at the ceiling what are those words going around in their head you know what's how's that making them feel how's it stopping them from being the person they want to be that thing that we said in number one what they want what's in the way what's stopping them from getting there right um so we've identified who the character is we've identified what they want and we've identified what's in the way and what's the problem mm-hmm. then then you've got their attention you know then then you, you're speaking to them and they they can see straight away that you get them you know and and people you know i've worked with clients where they've then gone on to have feedback where people say but it's like you've got in my head you know <laughs> you're, you're actually using the words that I use to describe that problem. So it's very, very powerful when people can see that you really, really get them. So then you can enter the story because so far the story has been about them. You know, so far it's been who are they and what's their problem. So now you can enter and and you want you want to enter the story as the kind of the Yoda to, to for Luke Skywalker. You know, that there's, there's always in every story there's some kind of guide. You know, there's some kind of sage. There's um, you know, Simba in The Lion King had Rafiki that, you know, got him to look in the in the river and see his dad's reflection. And, and you know, you've got Mary Poppins, you've got, you know, Dumbledore was there for Harry Potter. I mean, when you think back through the films that you love, a lot of them will have this kind of guide in there that's just literally guiding them through past those challenges, over those obstacles, showing them, you know, that they've got everything they need in them to to get through and go on and win the day. So you want to position yourself as that guide. And the, and the mistake a lot of businesses make is they think they're the hero. They think they're the hero of the story. They think it's about them. A lot of, um, yeah, the mistake a lot of businesses make is they think it's about them. They think that they're the hero of the story. Um, but you don't want to be the hero of the story, you know. You want to be the guide because your customer is – they are the hero of their own story. You know, they, they want to get somewhere. They want to be someone. They want to have that transformation. They're not out there looking for another hero. They're looking for someone to guide them. They're looking for someone that's going to help them get where they want to get to. So you want to position yourself as the guide. The guide's the stronger character anyway. The guide's the wise one. You know, he's already conquered the demons and he's got a plan and he's going to lead you through to success, you know, whereas the hero is the one that's kind of, ill-equipped and needs help and you know so you want to position yourself as that strong guide in the story and you do that by showing empathy you know that bit of your story that shows that I get you I've been there I understand you know I I understand the struggle and um, authority you know we want to know that our guide knows what they're doing so you know you just want to show that you've done it before or you and that might be a couple of testimonials on your website but you know you just that's what we want to know about our guide that they get us and they've done it before they're competent they know what they're doing they can get us where they want to get to.
So actually, even when you tell your own story, you know, if you were doing your own about page, if I'm writing an about page for a client, I even start that with the with the customer story, you know, like so. I, I did one last week for somebody actually. A, a um, she works with women in um, help them uh, with their career and career choices and and what have you. So we literally started her about page with. I know how you're feeling, you know, I know what it feels like to be stuck in a job that no longer fills you with joy or to feel overwhelmed or lost about what to do next. You know, so you start there, you're immediately positioning yourself as a guide with empathy. I get you. I know I've been there, you know, that I've been where you are now, but I I got out of it. I got past it. I I moved on to, you know, I I had the happy ever after and I can show you how to get that too. So uh, where are we? Um, Whatever number we're on, number five, I think. And then the guide has a plan, you know, you want to have a plan. and, And by plan, we mean, that you know we just we want to show that um yes we've been there and yes we've done it before but actually it's really easy there's just you know to get started we just want to give them like three steps so you know whether it's three steps to selling your car or three steps to you know how to work with me you know what to do next or or three steps might be you know let's get together and work out your goals let's make a plan and and work together to implement it and number three is you know so that you can go on grow your business and have the life that you want to live you know but it's just laying down some kind of path in front of them so that they can it's easy for them to say yes. It's easy for them to take the next step forward. You know, I've gone to so many websites where the um, business talks about what they do and they talk about how they can help you, but there is no actual, it does, it's not easy for me to immediately see, okay, what do I do next? You know, people, some people don't have, even have a call to action at the top of their website, you know, book a call, schedule an appointment or whatever your your call to action is make it really simple um and having this kind of three-step plan i mean every every website that i've created for a client there'll always be a three-step plan on there you know it's just it's you know um the good witch said to dorothy at the uh, wizard of oz just follow the yellow brick road you know you want to you want to put a path out in front of them that says all you have to do don't feel overwhelmed you don't need to feel lost you don't need to feel all of those things all those problems you've got I can help you solve them. And actually, all you need to do is put the right foot forward and then your left foot and you're going to be walking towards success. Mm. So a three-step plan is really good way of showing people that, you know, this is all you need to do to get to where you want to get to. I'm not saying, you know, you might have a 20-step plan of actually what you do when you work with somebody, but it's it's laying something simple mm. down in front of them that says step one, and that's actually the most important step because that's the bit you're asking them to do first. Yeah, I think, I th- I think uh, what I'm thinking there is that most people, if they've got a problem, are feeling overwhelmed at- Absolutely. And the last thing you want to do is overwhelm them that it's it's 20 steps. Yeah. <laughs> That's not yeah. really going to help them. They're going to think, oh, my God, I don't think I'm going to think, even take one step, let alone 20 steps. But Yes, yeah, no, I, absolutely. One step at a time, isn't it? Yeah, and, mm. and three three steps is good. You know, four is okay, five is too many. Study Studies have shown if you do five steps, you, you people start to, uh, you know, you, your, your things drop, your, there isn't as much engagement. So three steps is good. And this isn't, you know, yeah, like you said, this isn't, this is to do the opposite of overwhelm. This is to make people go, 
oh, okay. So all I need to do actually is pick up the phone and have that initial meeting where we can discuss, you know, what the next steps are. And then I'm moving forward. I've taken that first step. You know, this guy, or woman, I keep saying guy, but, um, you know, this guide um, obviously knows how to get me where I want to get to. And he's shown me what step number one is and has made it easy, you know, because like you say, they're feeling overwhelmed. And and um, so the, the next step is actually to have that clear call to action, you know, at the end of your plan or on your website or on your any messaging or marketing that you send out. Always tell them what the next step is. Always make it really, really clear what they need to do next. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, don't, don't confuse, don't overwhelm. You know, I often say if you're in a building and there's a door that they want you to go out of, when if in place of a fire, they'll put fire exit. You know, they make it really clear. They don't say, well, um, you know, this is a door that we would like you to go out if it's in case of a fire. But we understand that you might want to go and look around. There might be other doors you like the look of. But, you know, really, ideally, we'd like to come back and use this door. You know, they don't. They make it really clear, really simple. Exit. And, and that's what you want to do. You make it you want to make it very clear what you want your um, customers to do next. So all of those things kind of position you as the guide, the confident guide. You know, I know how to get you, get, get you to where you want to go. And these are the steps and this is what you need to do next. Um, so then the last, um, what number are we on? Have you? Well, <laughs> I, I think we're at last one. Yes, I've, I've, I've been noting down. So I think seven yeah. is the last one. Yeah. So the last one is, um, you know, what's what are the stakes you need to put some stakes in the game you know if there's if there's nothing at stake then again we'll lose interest um donald miller Miller actually uses a great example that i love which he says you know if liam neeson's you know another one of his daughters has been kidnapped another one is his daughter's got a bomb strapped to her you know so he's on the plane flying out to somewhere to go and find her and and you know rescue her if on the way over there he gets a call saying Actually, there is a bomb attached to your daughter, but we know it's not a real bomb. It's actually full of baby powder. So don't panic. It'd be great for you to get here anyway, but don't worry too much because it's only baby powder. You know, and he spends the next 45 minutes of the film trying to get to her to, to get this pack of baby powder off of her. You know, you, everyone's walked out of cinema. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing at stake. So right. there needs to be, we need to put some stakes in the game. So right. we do that by talking about what can be lost and what can be won. So what's going to be lost if if your customer doesn't deal with this problem? You know, what are they not going to get if they don't buy your product or service or, you know, solve this problem? Are they, what are they going to lose? What are they going to miss out on? You know, are they going to stay stuck? Are they, are they going to get worse? Are they going to get left behind? You know, is their health going to get worse? Are they going to get more in debt? Are they, is their business going to fail? Um, you know, so it's kind of that what can be lost if you don't take action, if you don't go on this journey and you, you don't want to overdo this bit. You know, we don't want it because that can that can have a negative effect if, you know, we and I have seen people just pile this on too thick. Yeah, I've come, I've seen plenty of that thinking, yeah. oh, my God, I mean, it's all a bit doom and gloomy. I think I walk away from that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it's just what it is, is helping them see what you're what you can help them avoid. Mm. You know, it's being clear about what you can help them avoid. So you want to touch on it. You want to put mm. some stakes in the game. You want to remind people that if they do nothing, chances are nothing's going to change. Yeah, yeah. So you and want I, to I, remind I, them. 
and, and what I was going to just to sum up really is that um, obviously Simon Sinek talks about, you know, people buy why you do what you do, not how you do it and what you do. It's more about your why. And, and what, we're, what we're doing here is actually giving people a clear idea of why yeah. we do it and how we can, you know, why we want to help them. Uh, yeah and also reminding them of their why mm. you know why why do you want to change why is why do you want to solve this problem why do you want to lose that weight why do you need to grow your business why do you need to get out of debt why do you need to get your team all on the same page you know it's remind them of their why so the other part of you know what can be lost is what can be won you know what's what's your life going to look like if you do solve this problem What's your life going to look like if you do, you know, work with me or buy my product or my service? Paint that picture, that vision of success. And you can overdo this bit all day long. You know, you can't overdo this. You want to really pile that success on, you know, remind people what their life's going to look like. So it's what's your life going to look like if you don't solve it, you know, and you stay here. And what's your life going to look like if you do solve it and you do move on and you go and fulfill your dream and you win the day and everything else. And the, the best way of doing that is to tell your customers stories, you know, customers that you've worked with, celebrating their successes. Because again, you know, people get, people think that a testimonial is about, you know, about them, you know, that you want somebody to say, oh yeah, she was great working with Susan. I loved her process. Actually, that's not what your testimonial should be about. It should be what success did your customer experience as a result of working with you? That's yeah. a much more powerful story. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. This is excellent. Um, unfortunately, uh, time is getting away from us and we need okay, to wrap cool. things up. Um, um, so what we normally do is to leave listeners with some three quick top tips that they can take away from what we've been talking about today so they can maybe implement it uh, sooner rather than later what would they be okay cool well number one would always be make sure your messaging is really really super clear you know just you want to grab people's attention you want to be really specific about who you're talking to you want to have one message one offering that is super easy to understand um so keep it clear keep it really simple um use storytelling you know you don't want to just be you know we've we've moved from transactional marketing which is very much this is my product this is how much it costs this is what size it comes in do you want to buy it you know we've moved away from that with with um facebook and and you know social media and all of these things it's much more about building relationships now it's much more about you know using your story using their story you know talking about people your why talking about you know I watched I watched a little video on LinkedIn this morning actually about a guy who was talking about that pivotal moment that he decided to follow his dream and be a um, videographer Um, and it's only it's only a two-minute video but it was very very powerful because it was his story and you immediately saw why he's doing what he's doing and we all want to work with people that are passionate about what they're doing so number two would definitely be look at your marketing see where you can start using story and number three would be um you know remember that you need to be the guide in your customer story you're not the hero i'm afraid and actually you know for all the reasons we've talked about you don't want to be the hero you want to be the guide you want to be that strong 
wise character, that person that's going to guide them through these challenges that they've got, overcome the obstacles that are in the way and help lead them to success where they get to win the day and, you know, get that transformation that they want Excellent. the guide. So be Yoda or uh, Mary Poppins. Be Yoda, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> excellent. Well, thank you, thank you, Susan, for your time today. It's been excellent. Um, I'm really passionate about this stuff because I've learned the the hard way. Really didn't sort of take yeah. it enough, and I think hopefully we've um, we've explained it and made made it clear how important it is, especially mm. at the early stages of any business. Make sure that's your story and why you do is is clear. So um, thank you very much. Um, and You're welcome. Hopefully we'll get a, chat, a chance to chat about this, maybe in real life. Who knows? Yeah, on, on yeah, down. no, we should. Definitely. <laughs> so, but for now, um, I'll say goodbye. Lovely. Thanks, Mark. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please take a moment to leave a review. Don't forget to check out The Reluctant Leader Project at www.thereluctantleader.co.uk. Make a note to start, stop or continue doing whatever struck a chord in this episode. And until next time, be the best you can be.